0: Generations Bank has been serving the financial needs of the Finger Lakes region since 1870. Generations combines the best of modern banking with dedication to the local community. Visit them at mygenbank.com. Generations Bank, member FDIC,
1: and equal housing lender.
0: everybody welcome in to what is by far our favorite edition of the podcast i'd say here at fresh takes paul russo and nick felice here with you nick i'm gonna let you take the reins on the rest of this intro because like i said it's a personal favorite of ours um it's usually one of our most even better viewed ones It, it it this is the tide you mentioned off air 50 days until opening day it's the turn of the tide but specifically the one big thing to go off of that you know fan
1: wise i think it's a personal favorite it might be your favorite it's not my favorite it's top 3 it's collectively a favorite baseball preview podcast yeah, is my favorite
0: that's
1: true yeah i am a big fan of that one uh so yeah i think that's my favorite but yeah it's a good one though super bowl uh this will be our fifth fifth super bowl we've talked 19, about twenty twenty one twenty two twenty three 21 22 23 yeah that Super Bowl we talked about. We started with the uh, first ever episode of the uh, NBA Finals, I think, something like that. Yes, this is Junior <laughs> and Rap Beefs. <laughs> yeah. Good good times. But uh the Rap Beef of the week. But this is a uh our fourth Chiefs Super Bowl we're talking yeah. about. So Getting used to them. We've yeah. talked
0: a lot of Warriors and Chiefs over the years. <laughs> and, and second specific Chief 49er Super Bowl as well.
1: Yeah. How about that? I'd like to go yeah. back and look at that,
0: how we thought about that one. And yeah. Makes me wonder, will we have any shared thoughts? So, um, yeah, I mean, this is it. It's just Super Bowl-centric, this episode today. So, let's, uh, let's kind of get into it. Chiefs 49ers, as we know, second time in four years we've seen this. Nick, I like the way you teed it up. Fourth time. We're discussing the Chiefs in four years, second time with the 49ers in the same time span. Um, it's weird. I, I kind of want to start here before we, I guess we get into the really hard-hitting, maybe in-game stuff. Because um, I've been asked this a couple different times over the course of the past couple weeks. And I don't think it was until the last time I was really asked this that it finally truly just like clicked for me in a way and, you know, I don't think this really gives away too much when we get to our, you know, lockdown predictions and everything, but, you know, the Chiefs have now entered the territory of, like, we thought we were able to escape Tom Brady and New England Patriots, and we we have been, Mm -hmm. right? It's just that now it's morphed into Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, because when people have asked me, like, how you feeling, you know, one way or another, I'm like, I guess I'm back to the point of, like, until being proved otherwise in a way. And it's kind of funny thinking about it in that sense because, and it's funny because this is only happening because of retrospect, right? But we talked about how the Patriots were great for so long and just consistent, how good they were consistently year in and year out. And the latter's true, but, like, they went a decade in between Super Bowls at one point but in between is number three and four. They went a decade between those. And, you know, do I think the Chiefs fall into maybe that category? I don't think so because I just see what – if they're able to continue this, they're just going to continue it going year after year after year. Not so much, you know, where the Patriots were just good and making the AFC championships at least and everything like that. But, like, you know – the only two years they made the Super Bowl in between those two wins who even were against the Giants and they lost those games and you know the Chiefs haven't lost in the Super Bowl yet and I think that's what makes this a little bit more unique than say the Patriots they did run. they lost to Tampa Bay oh that's right I forgot about it. apologies apologies so they've lost the one but it, to me it makes it more unique the fact that um, <laughs> you know within the run even to to go back to it right like they lost an AFC championship game to the Raiders. You know, they did lose one. Like, Chiefs still haven't dropped one yet within this run. Like – AFC championship game? Oh, the Be- Bengals. That's true. I forgot about the Bengals. Twice. Yeah. They lost to the Patriots the one year, too. Yeah, I keep forgetting about that.
1: <laughs> well, you're
0: making some great points. I, I mean, Look, I, I hear – I understand Full, you. full disclosure, <laughs> I'm going to do a little bit behind the curtain here. It I <laughs> – it's been a long week already for me. I understand you. I'm you're struggling. Poor. It's it it's tough.
1: They're very similar. I mean, similar dynasties. It's just we're not comparing them to the Patriots yet because it's in the early stages. I think you got to though. Yeah, I think you do too. But this could be the early stages of this dynasty, like you said. They went yeah. ten years. That is That's true. true. Yeah. That is true. The Patriots did go ten years without winning a Super Bowl, or
0: whatever. Yeah, and. Maybe the Chiefs do that and they come back, the right. dynasty gets reborn. I, the only reason why I say I don't see that happening is that's the way football is now. And not not to say like not to say it's it's never been physical, right? But it's just like you look at it and like the athletes now in football even compared to twenty years ago are just so much better. And like that's why to me and I think it has to do too with like and like Tom Brady and Patrick Romans are two very different quarterbacks. <laughs> um you know and I think Mahomes has gotten better with this over the course of the past few years anyway but like Brady would never be out of the pocket right like Mahomes that was one of his M.O.s for a while and this past couple of years it hasn't been as bad but if you I mean, think about last year and I didn't realize this until um sidebar have you watched quarterback on Netflix but I yeah, haven't really great I recommend if you're able to watch it uh, Mahomes is one of the quarterbacks that I didn't realize last year how bad his ankle was actually messed up. There's like, no, there's no re- he sh- reason he should have been playing, right? But right, but like, and that's the thing where I look at him like, is Mahomes going to even like want to play in ten years type deal? Like, I think where he's at right and the Chiefs are is a little bit slightly beyond the timeline where the Patriots were. I think when they went into that decade long slump without a Super Bowl, but like I just I don't see Patrick Mahomes like playing another decade. Like you know what I mean? And, Like I could be wrong, but like I think those days of seeing, you know, Tom Bradys and Peyton Mannings and them playing 20 something years at quarterback like, I, or any position for them, I think that's done. Yeah, like
1: Yeah, I mean, they're both pocket yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah. So it your longevity could go, keep going and you know and the, all these quarterbacks that come up, they all like, love to run the yeah. football. And it's going to wear on you. And you're right. They probably will not play 20 years in the pro. I mean, we're, we're seeing that out of Russell Wilson. He was like right, yeah. the first one of the f- – not the first, but one of the few that loved to run. Cam Newton really would be the, the first. Yeah, and he yeah. went off. Yeah. He fell off real quick. Yeah. So you're not going to see the 20-year quarterback anymore. Tom Brady was thankful enough. He did play 20-whatever years, so he was able to have a 10-year championship gap in there and still win seven Super Bowls. But, I mean, we're talking like the Chiefs, they've done a lot. We're talking like they won this game, you know? Mm-hmm. They lose the Super Bowl. They're 2-2. Two and two. two Super Bowls isn't, yeah. isn't Tom Brady. It is.
0: Yeah, it is
1: interesting. But if they win, obviously that's three. Yeah. And why not go win a fourth, a fifth? Yeah. They're getting into Tom
0: Brady territory. But if they lose this game, it's that's that's, still only two. Yeah, when you phrase it like that, it definitely puts it in a different perspective. And I think for me, the reason why I bring it up right now is just the fact that, like, they're doing something even the Patriots didn't really do, like, in that time, yeah. you know, where it's just like, you really can't just shake them. Like, we thought at least I did sitting in this exact chair the past few months like I thought this was a year that you, in the FC you did not have to deal with the Chiefs and here we are and they are in the final game of the season once again the very good comparison of the
1: two teams is the two dynasties is that the Chiefs, Patrick Holmes, has never not made the AFC Championship yeah, game. Yeah. He's made six of them, and there's, like, no reason that he can't – they had a bad year this year. They yeah. had to win some play, road playoff games to get there. Right. There's no reason they can be the one seed again next year. Mm-hmm. So, the AFC Championship game, I mean, he could go – we're not shocked if they go ten straight years yeah. to that game. And, and that was what was so great about the Patriots – and then what's great about the Chiefs, what you could argue is better than the Patriots, not not going there yet, but argue it, is that the AFC is a lot tougher than it was when the Patriots dominated through it. You had Peyton Manning, and that was really it. Mm-hmm. The Chargers yeah. tried with Philip Rivers, Ben Big Ben had a couple runs. So, you, so there's a couple teams. So, but the AFC now is loaded, in my opinion. Yeah. And the fact that the Chiefs did it this year, and for them to keep going back to the AFC Championship game is just really impressive, and, and like it's it's difficult. It's a really difficult AFC, and hmm. and he proved it this year. He wanted, needed to. It's almost like they lost on purpose so he could get a couple <laughs> road playoff wins just to just to so he
0: doesn't go his whole career and not say he can't I, sure do it. Sure, I don't I don't think he'd even um, I don't think he'd say that. But yeah, I get what you mean by that. And Tom Brady hit. Not to interrupt though, the interesting part too, in this. Um, is the fact that – not to go too much in more into the future here, but I cannot stress this enough to people. And, I mean, you recognize this. Like, we're both in locks up with this, but, like, they will not – the Chiefs organization will not allow what happened in the regular season this year to happen again. Oh, like, yeah. they are going to spend this off season to get weapons for him, to, for Mahomes on offense. Like, they are – they like, and that's why I meant by, like, this was the year that I think everybody thought that you wouldn't have to deal with them. Weren't you the one that said on Diggs potentially there? Was I that, mean – Was that you last week? I think that was me just kind of workshopping guys, though. Like, guys who could be potentially available and like, or are available. Like Evans? Well, Evans I brought up, I think he might – not to say that he'll be outside the Chiefs price point because I just said they'll spend. They need a guy like that though. They need yeah, they need a one. They need for sure like a <laughs> I love how we're one. saying this dynasty team needs something, but yeah. But 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 to that end though, like this is what I meant by it too. Like last year, you know, and he's not a one, but you look at just the difference that Juju Smith Schuster had on the offense last year and even losing him this year to free agency, what that did for that offense. And it's just a completely different Different animal in the worst way. Yeah. Right? So, and that's what I mean by, like, I mean, this was the AFC's opportunity and they they squandered it. And Tom Brady went through
1: multiple teams, even though him and Belichick always stayed the same. He went through a lot of different right. teammates. Right now it's still the Mahomes, Kelsey, Reed Chiefs. Right. They're the dynasty right now. Eventually, you know, you like to think the quarterback can make it longer than the no tight end. for Spagnuolo? What? The no, left for spagnolo. Yeah, I should give Spagnuolo some love, man. I mean, he, <laughs> Super Bowl Forty Two. I mean, he th- – don't, don't mean to bring up bad
0: feelings, but – I just wasn't sure if he was there. Has he been there the I'm whole time? I'm pretty sure he's been there the whole time. pretty much the whole time. If not, he's been there for most of it, though. Yeah,
1: that's my yeah. guy, man. He won the D.C. backs Shut down that great Patriots offense. I mean, that's the greatest thing on his resume. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, right now it's the Mahomes, Kelsey, Reed, Spagnuolo dynasty. There you go. Eventually, it's going to change. I mean, Kelsey will retire soon, eventually. Yeah. But I'd like to think Mahomes will
0: stick around, right?
1: And then you'll see how he does with a new team. Uh-huh. But
0: let's transition over here to some Forty er talk. Um, mentioned right, and it's a lot because of just the fact that the Chiefs have just been consistently doing it. You know, the Forty ers have been at the very least contention this whole stretch as well. It's only their second Super Bowl appearance in this stretch, however been there and for them different team it's a it's a consistently different team weirdly enough kind of and a lot of it has to do with quarterback and that's going to be a lot of the talking point but i want to save the bulk of the brock purdy stuff for when we get into the in-game stuff here in a minute you know this is a team that i think at the start of the year i don't know if i necessarily took them seriously enough to consider them true contenders And that that, that had a lot to do with, like I said, Brock Purdy and stuff like that. Season gets going. They're a machine. And then the final, not quarter of the season, but two and three weeks of the regular season, they start showing a little bit of some weakness and not great play. And that's shown through the playoffs, and yet here they are. And – you know, I I still don't know what to expect out of this team. Again, I don't want to get into the prediction stuff right now, obviously, but that's where also I kind of lean into the whole entire like until I get proven otherwise by Mahomes type deal. If there is a saving grace though for this team, it's the fact that they're getting they got healthy over this break. Um, the Chiefs obviously kind of did as well, but they got you know some question marks, and we'll get to that. But this is a 49er team that consistently has brought a lot of people back in the skill and I don't like the fact they don't consider linemen skill guys but you know this is a team that's pretty much brought a lot of their heavy hitters on both sides of the ball back the only difference has been pretty much for them for the past five years who is under center season to season and it's pretty unique I don't think we've really seen a case of that in the NFL at least in the modern history anyway or maybe ever for that matter, where just a team is just always in it with different quarterbacks year in and year out. And as much as I want to dunk on him and as much as I will probably here in a couple minutes, you have to give a little bit of credit to Shanahan for that. Um, you know, like I said, took a lot of pride for me to swallow for, him, for me to say that about him. But, you know, I think a lot of it just you look at that organization and, you know, when we were growing up, Nick, the 49ers were pretty average. I would never say good, but I would never say bad. They were kind of just one of those. They were pretty bad. They had a, well a couple of years. Yeah. But that's every team mostly from time to time. But <coughs> unless you were the Patriots, they were they were always just kind of like this nine and seven, eight and eight type team. Where it's like, yeah, they're good, but like, man, eh, you know. The Chiefs were the same too. Yeah. And then over the course for the 49ers, you know, like when we were in high school, they finally start. Yeah. Getting like pretty good and then really as we get out of college and now where we are right now they've really kind of turned into this machine of sort where it's like oh okay they're at worst they're going to probably be 10 and 7 now or I guess 11 and 6 or something like that like you know they're in it and yeah I give a testament to the organization as a whole in that case because they've done it with a bunch of different faces under center and you know, it's, it's tough to do in the NFL. It just is. Niner fans, I don't know too many Niner fans, but. There's a couple that float around here. Yeah,
1: that. Niner fans are craving for the Super Bowl. Yeah, It's been so long for younger Niner fans. they never even seen a Super Bowl championship. Been there, so you, you, can't, you can't hate that. There's a lot of fans that wish they could go to the Super Bowl. But it's time for these Niners to win. The only problem is, which I have said all year long, they the reason they are not a dynasty like the Chiefs is because they haven't had that quarterback like you said. They well, just, they also haven't won. <laughs> but they could have. I think they could have been a dynasty if they had a quarterback all these years. Mm-hmm. We get a little distracted by the Ravens game. We get a little distracted by the last two playoff games. But this Niners team team was loaded. Yeah, they had a little bit of a tough stretch there. But every team goes through a tough stretch. That's sports. Uh, but. This team was loaded, and they are loaded. They're just loaded at almost at every position. Got the best offensive lineman in the game, and Trent Williams, the best running back. I know, not your opinion, but in my opinion, best running back in the game. Saquon Barkley even said he was. So,
0: Saquon's gotta, being humble. It's got to be true. Uh, <laughs> And he's been healthy all year. That's the key thing. Yeah, he's that's seen. that's the part about me that I'm scared about for McCaffrey is the fact he's been all healthy. And I don't want to be morbid or whatever about this, but, like, he hasn't had that injury yet this year, man. No. It's frightening. And it's crazy. And a lot of running backs
1: have gone down this year after the whole running back thing curse. at the beginning of the yeah, year. I know. And and quarterback curse. He got – you know, he's kind of a trash talker, but they got one of the best tight ends in the league. And George Kittle got two great tight ends in this game. Some of the best we've ever seen. And they just got – I mean, Ayuk is one of the most underrated receivers in football. Debo Samuel does whatever he does to – if he stays healthy, he'll do whatever it takes to win the game. Then on the defensive side of the ball, great but not not spectacular. I think it's a little overrated, the defense. I mean, you saw it in the Lions game. You saw it in the Packers game. You definitely saw it in the Ravens game. A little overrated. Uh – I don't know about Steve Wilkes. I mean, they ha- they've had some great defensive coordinators with Demarco Ryan's and Robert Sala before him. But I mean, this has already been a developed defense. I just I don't know about Steve Wilkes. He's I mean, he's gotten to the Super Bowl, but Perry Fuel won- Perry Fuel won a Super Bowl with the Giants Shh. in uh, Super Bowl Forty Six. I know, but that defense was terrible. They just got hot at the end, Super Bowl Forty Six.
0: But well, would you rather be? Would you rather be lucky than good in that situation? Then, though,
1: you know, just throwing that out there. Mario Manham, shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main question with the Niners is the quarterback. I mean, Brock Purdy's proven it. He looked terrible in that first half in the Lions game, but you know, showed up in the second half. Mm-hmm. That's why I just i
0: it's been their biggest reason why they have won a Super Bowl is the quarterback. Yeah. All right, so let's get into that in game stuff now that we've kind of given the backgrounds of sort and coolest thing in-game, I have
1: to say, is oh, that no ref, no. first, first ref to play in a Super Bowl and ref a Super Bowl. I forget his name. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a nice story. Huh. He's in the Super He's like a side judge or line yeah. judge or something. He's the first guy to ever play in a Super Bowl and
0: ref a Super Bowl. All right. How about You have to look that up. I forget his name. We'll get on that in between discussion points here. So, let's get into the in-game stuff. Um, I think – it's it, And it's an interesting part because the past Chiefs defenses have been good. They kind of do the bend-not-break deal, but this defense this year has been probably the best that they've had during this run. And it's kind of funny because you talk about right the 49ers defense and how it's like on paper they should be dominating, but the past couple games they haven't. So it does make you wonder kind of about that side of the ball, I'd say, for both teams, right? Because... The Chiefs don't get a ton of turnovers, but they just stop you, you know. 49ers kind of, I do I don't—I wouldn't say live by the turnover, but they certainly have that edge there. So it makes you wonder. Offensively, I think we know what we need to talk about, so we'll table that for a moment. But defense, like you've been saying, Nick, is, is definitely the interesting part here because I think it's actually kind of a bigger issue for the 49ers during that smaller stretch in a way that we talked about where it's like, you knew the offense was probably going to take some lumps just because Brock Purdy's. It's just not great. Good, but not great. And, you know, he's going to need some help from the other side of the ball. The offense is going to need some other help, aside from the help of the ball. And, you know, for. In this playoff run that they've had, in the eight quarters, the defense has showed up for collectively I guess three total like that's worrisome yeah. that's admittedly worrisome for a defense that has some heavy hitting guys on that as well Bosa that depends what version of Chase Young kind of shows up Greenlaw you know and, and then you look at the Chiefs side of it and it's headlined by Chris Jones and that's pretty much their headlining guy very underrated defensive. Yeah. And, and it, it's just one of those things where it's like, I think I got, I lean the edge in that case where it's just been more consistent all year, I guess, as opposed to having the talent to do that. And it's weird saying that given the fact of what we just kind of talked about, like, would you rather be lucky than good this time of the year? Because we've seen enough time and time again where it's like just the team that gets hot at the right time carries it. And I know they've been winning, but just, doesn't feel like San Fran is hot right now. You know, compared to the way the Chiefs have been. hmm
1: Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how this game goes. I think I think San Fran, if they get behind early, they've had to come back twice now. Can they do it a third time? Right. That's what everyone's gonna be especially if they're down two scores a halftime, something like that, ten points. They're going to be like, can they do it again? And if they do it again, then it's going to be one of the greatest NFL runs you'll ever see to do it three weeks in a row mm-hmm. or three games in a row. But the Chiefs are going to want to attack early. We saw the Packers first game, that playoff game, take the ball. Or they took it in the Cowboys game. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Cowboys game. But still, interesting interesting call to see if, if one of these two teams does it. Because it's going to be very important to grab that lead early. Because defense, I think it's going to have to play a role. I don't know if this will be a very high-scoring Super Bowl. I think the defenses are definitely going to show up and make their turnovers when they need to. And I just – I mean, this is Christian McCaffrey's first Super Bowl. This is Brock Purdy's first Super Bowl. A couple of the other guys have been to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, experience should lean Chiefs, but it shouldn't play a huge factor. And it's just Andy Reid. He's just, he's the master. He knows how to coach other coaches. And and football's a chess game. And Shanahan has had a lot of bad moments in that Super Bowl twice now. One losing as the Niners head coach to this Andy Reid team. And of course, the Atlanta Falcons one that was disaster. I have an
0: update on the ref, by the way. Oh, yeah, I got his name too Terry Killens. Terry Killens, yep was a member of the Tennessee Titans in two thousand. So yeah, that's a pretty cool story. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, to play in the Super Bowl and then ref it. Uh, interesting. Very interesting. But uh I think
0: I'm I'm thinking low scoring game though. Yeah, I mean well, well this is probably something that we can definitely talk about a little bit more too but I mean you look at most books kind of hovering at that 47, 47 and a half mark right now. So they're definitely kind of leaning that way in the low scoring I mean, it's where you look at a lot of the over-unders this year, and this one is technically, I guess, high-scoring, comparatively speaking. But, um, yeah, if you were to ask me if this was, like, the same matchup last year, for example, or two years ago, I'd say I probably would bump that up by about six points or so, in all honesty. So, I don't know. We'll kind of see in that. Offense, I guess it's time we do have the Brock Purdy talk of sort here. I mean, I've been uber critical of him. I'm not going to be afraid to run from that. Um, you know, I still don't know if he's the answer of the future in San Fran, but he's certainly the answer of right now for the team. And he's going to have to do more than just use his legs in this game. And that's the thing, right, where like people are talking about, oh, he's a good game manager. I'm like, yeah, can't be a good game manager if, if you're making moves by running. You know, uh, yeah. If you want to call him not as good a quarterback, don't call him a good game manager then. Just call it how it is. Average to good quarterback. That's what he is. And look, quarterbacks sometimes get away with that, and teams do, and sometimes get away with it and win a Super Bowl. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens with Trent Dilfer are the most glaring example of it to me. And always have been, right? Because we enjoy just dunking on Trent Dilfer. (laughs) But for obvious reason, right? Like, and... I know it's a little bit different, too, and, and whatever, but, like, you know, Brad Johnson also won a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers and stuff like that. But, you know, Brad Johnson is definitely better than Trent Dilfer. I don't want to dunk on Brad Johnson because I think the people our age that recognize him as this journeyman quarterback at the end of his career, not not what he was. But, um, you know, you look at it and, you know, the 49ers have a shot with Purdy. I just – I don't – Think it's as good as it could be with, and eh, I know I'll get I'll get some heat for this, but like I I still feel like they messed up by trading away Trey Lance in a way, and they let Jimmy Garoppolo walk, and you yeah. know there's like 15 more it, better it, quarterbacks. It's just weird though how I feel about that, and at the same token, it's like he you know he'll have at least a decent enough of a game more than likely that the 49ers will be in it when the time is right. You know. Again, it, it just is what it is. And like I said, I don't know if he's the future of the 49ers, but he's the right guy for right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, right now. He's the guy. Yeah. It's like he's just above average and and that's how all the quarterbacks have bad. Jimmy Garoppolo is average. You know. Yeah. Alex Smith was average. A little a little he showed some signs. Especially yeah. I put Alex Smith at good. Good. And Colin Kaepernick was average. Good. (laughs) Good. All right, we got different terms here. But they're not great quarterbacks. But it's it's enough to think, like you said, not to go out and – even though that one year they did go out and get Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of rare. But it's enough to think that they're comfortable, which if they went out and got a better quarterback, this team, like I said, could be a dynasty. They're loaded at every position. If they could just get a quarterback, they would have their Super Bowl by now. And – I don't know if Sunday's going to be it. And I think if Purdy – I mean, only Tom Brady and Joe Burrow have ever beaten Patrick Mahomes' teams in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady and Joe Burrow. Yeah. Is Brock Purdy going to belong in that conversation? <laughs> right. And if it is, it's probably not because of him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just – he has a lot to prove in this Super Bowl and and he's never played in a Super Bowl. It's the big stage. And like I like I'm saying it. I know he's did good, but if he does stink up the place in that second half against the Lions like he did in that first half, yeah. we'd be talking about when's it time for him to go. Right. That's how close he was from losing his job. I i my opinion. If I agree. If he has another bad first half in that second half
0: and they get blown out by the Lions in that game. I think he's gone, and they're looking at another quarterback. Well, and that's the thing, too, about this game is, like, if he comes out and he admittedly has earned a little bit more leash if he comes out bad, like he did against Detroit and Green Bay, to be fair. You know, I think you give him a leash, but, you know, this is the biggest one of them all. You can't – and I get – I know it sounds weird but given the fact that, you know, it's the playoffs, those other games, and there still is no tomorrow technically, and I get that. But in terms of gravity and weight of the situation, I don't think you can give him the leash to find out if he can get it right. Just in the game alone, let alone next year. Like, they'll worry about that the first week of March when the season start, when the new calendar year goes, you know. I – and the interesting part there is, in the hypothetical sense, Sam Darnold. <laughs> you know. But, you know, how long how long do you give him before he makes himself a meme is really what we're talking about here. So let's go to the other side of the ball. Kansas City with the Chiefs, obviously Mahomes. We've done a lot of talking about this, so I don't think we need to spend a ton of time. The interesting part for them is I, I don't know how they exactly game plan for this defense with Sam Fran. Um Part of me wonders if they go back and take some pages from the playbook when Tyreek was there. And you see a little bit more heavy on jet sweeps. You see a little bit more heavy on some slants and using the speed of guys, not necessarily going downfield. It's weird. Any other year I feel like we'd be talking a little bit about the run game too, but I don't worry about the run game because Isaiah Pacheco is is their guy. And he runs – pissed off as I call it, you Underrated. know, he is, he's a tough guy to get down once he gets going. So I'm not concerned there. I think my main concern is, you know, how do how, what's your passing plan going to be like for this team? Um, like I said, I'd imagine they'll go maybe try and take a couple plays from the, from the playbook, where I guess when technically the enemy was there too, where you're using more of the speed and more of that element than trying to go downfield. We've seen when the chiefs try and go downfield usually isn't executed very well this year. Um, you know, obviously there's going to be chances and opportunities where you're going to have to do that. But I think in order to beat this this San Francisco defense for them, like I view it as you have to try and do some dinks and some dives type stuff because I think you get the corners out there one-on-one or in zone, depending upon what what you what they opt to do, you're leaving a lot of chance to turn the ball over. And that's one of the good things about San Fran is they, they do ball hawk pretty well. Obviously, imagine they have the edge in turnovers, but, um, yeah, I just can't see a way that going downfield is the answer for the Chiefs in this game. I just don't see it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm expecting a big game out of Travis Kelsey. Right. He's a couple touchdowns away from the all-time playoff record. Yeah. I think passing Jerry Rice. I
0: think so. Uh, and, of course, the Taylor Swift factor as well. Can you imagine against the 49ers he breaks that record or ties it? That's true. I didn't think about that.
1: Yeah. That'd be very, uh, <laughs> I think they're going to try to try to attempt it, but uh, you can't guarantee touchdowns. But, nah. you know, Patrick Mahomes been here four, he's been here three other times. I mean, this is there, no, I mean, there's always nerves, but he's they're numb, he's numb to him right now because he's been in this game so many times now. And they're just their main goal is to go out and try to win a football game, and they've beaten these Niners before. And, and there's just not much to say about the Chiefs' offense. We know what they are. Mm-hmm. They're an offense that is missing a number one receiver, maybe a number two or three. <laughs> but with you having the best quarterback in the league, he makes, you know, forget his first name, Rice there. Rashid. She? Rashid. Rashid. Rashid, Rashid. Rashid Rice. He makes him. Sheed. <laughs> He would be number three on most teams. Follow lie, <laughs> but he makes him a number two.
0: I mean, I think he's a number two most places, but yeah, I get your point. He makes him better than what he is, yeah. and that's what Evan Patrick Mahomes does. I'm a big Rashid Rice guy. You like him? Well, helps I like he was, helps you. He was one of my more consistent fantasy guys this year. A <laughs> while, either way. I like I like yeah. Pacheco. Yeah, Pacheco's he runs like a man possessed, as we call it. They got you Tony Romo on the call. Yeah. Well, let's get into that portion of it, right? Now that we got through some of the football stuff. Let's get to the other stuff of, of the game, right? Um, CBS TV-wise has the call. Nance, Romo, Tracy Wolfson. She, yeah, she's a, the only they, sideline. They have a fourth guy? Yeah, yeah, I don't think they well, do. Well, Jay Feely's is kind of the B-team's sideline guy. And uh, yeah. and uh, This is where you miss Tony Saragusa, RIP Goose, but. The ref guy there too. Oh yeah, Gene Sterator. <laughs> Gene Sterator. He's always there for the series. Christ. But uh What do you think, Gene? Yeah, so we got that. Um you know, your pregame stuff, Reba McIntyre's doing the national anthem. Uh halftime headline by Usher, obviously. I got I I don't know. I feel like I'm probably one of the few people our age, but I've never been a big Usher guy, so I don't know what to kind Usher, of, baby. I don't know what to expect from this. Halftime show from Usher. If I'm being completely, you expecting hits. He was a, he was a, he was
1: pretty damn good back in the day,
0: right? But like, I, I, I'm not an Usher guy. I'm. Like, this is going to sound really bad. I don't know if I could name an Usher song. <laughs> I don't know if I could name an Usher song. You can't name Yeah, Yeah I by
1: Usher. U- yeah by Usher. That's not. You don't know Yeah by Usher. No. Oh man, I'm not the biggest Usher fan, but he's I I can't name the songs. Like I'm not a die diehard fan, but when I hear it, the
0: only the I, main thing about Usher that I know is that meme that he has, where it's you know the thing where he's going like that, whatever. You know the <laughs> I don't know what that means either. <laughs> he's got that one song "Without You" with David Guetta. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's got a DJ going, the club going down or something.
0: To, yeah tonight no DJ. yeah tonight d j god has fallen in love okay, again. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah i think i think uh I think he'll come out with yeah, i'm gonna go with that, <laughs> who do you thinks'll come out with him or well, not with him, obviously, at mm-hmm. first, but like who's gonna be that always seems sad piece to, has it been lately though has there has there been i don't like? think rihanna's had any rihanna didn't have anybody last year, but I mean, the year before in l a was the whole entire what I love, pretty much, you know, Death Row to West Coast to Eminem and Fiddy, shout out Missy Elliott. But um, yeah, I don't know. I guess last year there was nobody, but the years before they had a couple. Well, I guess the only one before that really too that didn't was the weekend, but that was yeah. 2021 and the weird COVID yep. game thing. So. No, I'm expecting a good performance. Um, Reba McIntyre, what's the over under? So. Reba McIntyre over-unders 1 minute and 26 seconds. I could credit where credit's due on this. Jim Sancropi pointed this out to me. She's performed the national anthem on a national stage like this twice before, each time going for 1 minute and 23 seconds. Really? Both times. Both times. So, because it's a Super Bowl, does she kick it out a little bit longer, or does she stay consistent and true to what she's done in the past? Who's time of this? I don't know. I
1: don't know. How, does it start right when it, she's... Start singing. I think so. And when's
0: it end? When she she lets go of that last. Yeah, and the home of the brave. Whenever Brave ends. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I think, as far as I
1: know, that's an interesting bet. Uh, I've never bet the national anthem, but I was, I think that'd be interesting.
0: I've I've bet the coin flip. The coin flip. That's it. I did do Gatorade. I did do Gatorade as well one time, but um, yeah. In ter- in terms of like. Those type of props, I don't get into. It's
1: got to be how so many long. times they show Taylor Swift they're probably over under I don't think
0: that's available in the U.S. sportsbook marketplace. I know that stuff's available in like the Canadian sportsbook place where they're like odds are she, him, her, and Travis get engaged on field post game if they win. And but, I have a hot take about that. I have a conspiracy theory. I think they're already engaged. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah.
1: When I saw her I album so. the other day. You know how it's coming out. I have a hot take about that. I thought I thought she was pregnant. Oh really? <laughs> it looked like she was pregnant in that photo, and just quick glance, I was like, "Did Tra- Travis Kelsey's a dad?" But no, that's not the case. I I don't know if it is or not, but I'm not in their life. Travis Kelsey of the album though. I know about it. Uh, but uh,
0: how many ta- over under two and a half times they showed John Lynch? Ooh, over. I almost say over only because like if they're winning. At the end, you know, they're going to panda to that often. They love showing him. Yeah. He's one of the – Former player. Buccaneer.
1: They'll show him. Taylor Swift will be shown more, obviously. Yeah. Jason Kelsey going to be there? I would hope. My guy. Or, is, that, is it kind of shirtless or not shirtless? <laughs> I think for sure. Vegas
0: is kind of cool, though,
1: having the Super Bowl in Vegas. Yeah,
0: this will be an interesting case study, as I'll call it. Uh did you see, Joe Buck talked about that a little bit too. Actually, was oh. like he thinks there's going to be a player that gets in trouble before the game, really, because it's in Vegas. Yeah, and I can't say I necessarily disagree. You know, but true. will be interesting. This is the this is the first of a run in Vegas here coming up. They got the Final Four coming up in 2028. So I don't know. We'll see. It's a we big event. See. Yeah. Um.
1: Watch it out, you. You, you, would you rather watch it? Would you, if you had a chance, mm-hmm. would you
0: rather watch the Super Bowl at the game or just stick with your house or whatever? No, at the game, you would want to. Yeah, i I we've been over it on the podcast before, but like, I mean, I'm an in person guy. Like, as much as say I am like a baseball guy, for example, if you were to give me, if you were to tell me like, hey, we have a ticket for a basketball game, want to come. Like, yeah, I'm gonna come to the basketball game. Like, I love in person events. Nothing beats being there in person. You know, so buffalo chicken wing dip oh hell yeah dude i'm so hyped so for those who don't know i go over to nick's house for, <laughs> for super bowl and shout out to mrs felice and the buffalo chicken wing dip because it is i mean really full that day i could usually. i could eat the whole pan i feel like if i really like wanted to <laughs> but like obviously it's just not not the way yeah i, I gotta like not
1: eat Saturday night because I just get so yeah. full on Sunday.
0: We're in a tough spot Saturday, too, because we have a possibility of speed of basketball. We have a possibility out there of going to the game. Yeah, sir. Basketball game. The game, George Gerard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we're getting off topic, though. But yeah, I mean, it's Super Bowl. You do have to, like, plan out now. It's weird. Like, five years ago, even I would laugh at you if you were to say, like, oh, I don't have to figure out what I'm going to eat, like, Saturday. I would laugh at, like, now that, like, a couple years down the road, I'm like, yeah. That's a factually one hundred percent like like I'm weighing the options of even drinking during the Super Bowl if it's like worthwhile at
1: this point. I'm not it, the biggest drinking and eating yeah. guy at the same time. Yeah, but
0: yeah, Super Bowl,
1: get your plates, get your cups, and get your toms. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 what I'm about. more of a Pepto guy. I like
0: Pepto, <laughs> but. Commercials going to be a hit this year or what i don't see now people that's the interesting part is i read an article today that they think it will be the highest ad revenue super bowl ever for for a television network with cbs i don't know what to expect from the commercials this year last year was a step in the right direction i know covid had some trouble with the years prior to that but you know before covid the commercials did take a dip so i don't know what to expect this year um yeah, I mean, even the usual ones that we talk about, like in the past, where it's like Doritos, for example, and like those ones, even they weren't particularly like great the past couple of years. So I don't know. I I wonder if we'll see more of that nostalgia kick again that we've seen the past couple of years, uh, specifically last year. Um, you no, know, do we get the babies back for? Um, Sounds like it. I saw a yeah. preview of it. Okay, so but one thing I'll say is. A
1: lot of the time I like the. I would love to be on the West Coast and watch a sporting event. Mm. And don't get me wrong, watching the Super Bowl at three thirty over there would be. It'd be nice, definitely yeah. drinking wise, because you can really sober up by the time you're right. in bed. Yeah, but there's just something about at six thirty. It's uh, you got the whole day, the pre games on
0: pretty much the, the whole day. I don't. I wouldn't say it's like the only positive though for the East Coast. But the one thing I do love now, and it's I think it's because I have just gotten the past couple of years more into it. By like leading into the Super Bowl with the Waste Management Open, yeah, like I love watching the end of it's a great tournament. The end of the Waste Management Open to go into the Super Bowl and all the other sporting events shut down. They get their games
1: in in the afternoon. Yep, pretty incredible. Yeah. Like that this is the
0: only thing on. I always talk about what else is on the t- right. on the TV. <laughs> so before we get to the final of the show today and our predictions and stuff, one question. Should they move the Super Bowl to Saturday or make Monday a holiday? I think i got a better shot of making Monday a holiday. Really?
1: Yes. Um, it's just Super Bowl Sunday It's just a trademark. I should have been like that for years as much as I think they should move it to Saturday. I think if it wasn't called Super Bowl Sunday, they would have done it years ago. Um there's always been talk about London too. I've heard r- rumors of putting the game in London. That would be, eh, I don't know about. I don't know. That'd go for like a fart in church. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, it's got to be Monday. I mean, we're big sports guys. Yeah, and you know I'm a big holiday guy, and a lot of these sports holidays I make them like actual holidays. Like Super Bowl Sunday is a legit holiday to me. Same as like MLB Opening Day, Selection Sunday, those type of holidays. Yeah, Super Bowl Sunday is the number one sports holiday, though. That is that is pretty much like if we're talking about Groundhog's Day. Super Bowl Sunday is a bigger holiday. Like, <laughs> like this is a legit holiday. I think you should have Monday off. Yes. No. Not everyone watches football, but we're talking about ninety. I bet you it's like ninety to ninety-five percent of the country is at least has the game on somewhere. Yeah, has this game on, and trying to think uh of a holiday we get off that like, like like i don't know can't really think of a holiday um just trying to think of a holiday like that we get off and it's like i don't really care about that holiday <laughs> um labor day <laughs>
0: labor,
1: yeah like labor day or i just something. enjoy the fact that i got the day off <laughs> yeah, maybe labor day to go once like yeah, we just got that day yeah. off, Columbus Day or something like that. I don't want get Columbus Day off. <laughs> uh, but some people do. Uh, it's just like, yeah. you know, we get that day off. Why can't everyone get that Monday off of the Super Bowl? Sure. It should
0: happen. All right. Speaking of happening, you have a one-game lead in our predictions. Mm-hmm. The only way I can touch you is if I get the game right and you get it wrong and then I get closer to the tiebreak number than you do. Mm-hmm. So, with that in mind – you do have the floor, Nick. The Chiefs, two-point dogs. Over-under, 47-and-a-half. How about you go? I'll just pick the opposite. No, I want to do the opposite. Okay, so you want to do the opposite. Yes. I'm with the pressure on you. Nick Felice, San Francisco versus Kansas City. Super Bowl 58, who do you got?
1: I'm going to go with the... I know it hasn't sounded like this all the show. I just, I there's only one Tom Brady. I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. Gosh,
0: you're giving me the door, baby. Let's go.
1: I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers, I think. Brock Purdy's out to prove something. Patrick Mahomes is not Tom Brady. This is not the Patriots. Similar, but not the Patriots. And I just, I, I think the Niners are loaded. They're loaded. They're fighting their way to win. I'm going with the Niners. And total so happy. points, I'm going to take. And this is the game, right? A yeah. points in the game. Low scoring game. Going
0: 42 points. I'm so happy you gave me the door open because I'm taking the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Doors open, underdogs. You're giving me Patrick Mahomes as an underdog. Perfect. So this is closest to the number, too, right? Perfect. If, to, if closest to the number. On the tie break. I'd love to do the price is the right strategy in $1 you, but I can't. I understand you're thinking for a low-scoring game. In the past few Super Bowls, we've had a few low-scoring games. <laughs> I think this bucks the trend though, a little bit. I'm going to go with 50. 50. As the total
1: points. Okay. So Now what happens if we get 46?
0: <laughs> I think if that happens... Because you had the better playoff. Give I me think. 43. I'll take 43 so we don't die. 49.
1: Take it or leave. <laughs> <laughs> I will change my answer to 43. Oh, you have 42. Lock him with 42 I have 50.
0: If it's 46, which is the line. And I will just give you the crown if that's the case. Because I went over the number and you kept it under the number. All right. All right? Okay. Okay. Fair so enough. We are locked in. 42, forty uh, two fifty. Yep. 49ers, Chiefs. Yeah. So, good luck to everybody with your picks, your bets, your squares. Hopefully, everybody gets some money of some sort this weekend. Nick, who are you shouting out today?
1: Uh, I'm going to shout out Carly Mall. Mrs. Maul, oh. coming over for the Super Bowl party. It's her birthday on Sunday as oh. well. How about it? So, tw-
0: she's turning 29, correct?
1: 29. Perfect. Going to have to get an extra bottle of wine this year because so, it's her birthday. Oh, because
0: she's turned 29. That's right. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah, we got to get her an extra bottle of wine. It's a bigger day than just the Super Bowl. It's her her. birthday. So shout out, Mrs. Maul. Looking forward to it.
0: It's just go pay her having to watch the 49ers, though, isn't it? (laughs) She's a Rams fan. All right. Well, that will take care of fresh takes for today. Back at it next week. Recap the Super Bowl preview. NASCAR? How about it? Also, uh, the NBA trade deadline's tomorrow, so we'll recap anything major that happens there. So. The Oilers didn't get done last night. They did not. John Russo, my dad, is thrilled. He doesn't like any Canadian teams for whatever reason. <laughs> They're very north, too. <laughs> they are. They are. the Edmonton, Alberta, way up there. So Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Back at it again next Wednesday. Enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. We'll talk with everybody then.
1: Who is this